0: morning it is february 5th 2024 it is monday i am tanya and this is the witch daily show today's episode is brought to you by witch way magazine so let's get your day going with a little magic our quote of the day is some people believe holding on and hanging in there are signs of great strength However, there are times when it takes much more strength to know when to let go and then do it by Anne Landers. I completely agree. Oh my gosh. That was a big lesson for me in 2023. Big lesson for me in 2023 was you're never going to... Strength and personal growth is not, oh, look at how much I can take, especially from people. And that was hard for me. I think I spent my whole life being told I was too sensitive and too this and took things too personally. And so that led to me getting into a friendship where someone was lying and mean and vindictive and unkind. And I was like, look at me and how much I'm taking. Look at me and how much I'm not being sensitive. Look at me and how not personally I'm taking it. And I thought I was growing because of that, because I had been for so long told I was too sensitive, too personal. and. Now it's like, oh, gosh, I was led to believe that how much I took and how much I was still loyal and a friend, despite how maybe I was being treated, was a positive. And it took me, I was in this friendship for six years. All right. So this just shows how what we say to people really does matter and how we really can set people up to be in, like, abusive situations, you know? Anyways, we are talking about rosemary this week. Again, I wanted to focus on herbs that maybe we we were eating a lot of the past few months. And rosemary is such a popular one, especially in December. So let's talk about rosemary. So an evergreen herb with a distinctive aroma, rosemary has been used in cooking, medicine, and cultural practices. For thousands of years and this is from ps.org ps stands for planting seeds so cute enriched with meaning from folklore rosemary has been used to scare away witches celebrate weddings and as a token of remembrance uh specifically in australia actually and that's due to its growth um on the gallipoli uh, peninsula but did you know that rosemary is also a member of the mint family Along with lavender, sage, basil, and oregano, so introduced to China in twenty twenty a d the u k in the ninth century, rosemary has a rich history of cultural use in Europe, especially rosemary has had a prominent place in folklore, such as in Sicily, where it believed uh, it was believed that young fairies would sleep amongst its flowers, whereas in Italy and Spain. It was used as a protection from witches and general evil. In Portugal, rosemary is known as elegrin, which is from this Scandinavian elfin plant, whereas in Spain, rosemary is called romera, which is pilgrim plant, referring to the story of Virgin Mary, who rested under a rosemary bush while fleeing to Egypt. Rosemary also became a symbol for happiness, love, and fidelity and friendship. And branches tied in colorful ribbons were given to wedding guests as a New Year's gift and often carried by mourners to throw into coffins as they were lowered into the ground at funerals. Due to its symbolism, as well as its tree like appearance, rosemary also has a strong connection to European Christmas, where it was used uh, decoratively and as a christmas tree from early on in the 16th century uh, however it has since been replaced by point uh, and pine trees so that's really funny because if you go to like get a christmas tree you can find like tiny rosemary bushes carved in the or trimmed in the style of a christmas tree and i didn't know it had like a cultural background So because of its spreading cultivation in English kitchen gardens, rosemary also became representative of the woman of the house. And in the Treasury of Botany, 1870, John Lindy wrote that in uh, Gloucestershire and other English countries, it was believed that rosemary only grew where the woman of the house was also the master of the house, leading to the damaging of rosemary plants by lords who felt that they weren't in control of their households. Interesting. All right, moving into some headlines. This comes to us from NOLA.com. Actually, I don't know if you saw this, but apparently on like ESPN, they presented a bunch of newscasters, I believe, with a king cake. And these people, there were like eight of them, these people tore that thing apart looking for the baby. As if it was a treasure hunt or as if it was an Easter egg and there was money inside. It was nuts and nobody liked it. Nobody liked what they were seeing. And everyone was really upset that they were just destroying, putting their hands in this cake. And that's not how you, that has nothing to do with king cake. You're not supposed to do that. No one's ever done that. I've never seen that before in my life. And people got really upset. And what's so funny is I was seeing comments of people being like, it's just a cake. And then later being like, oh, I watched it. That was rough. And the local news interviewed the owner of the bakery that the cake came from to like see if he needed like moral support. They were like, are you okay after everything? After you saw them do that to your cake? And it was the most Louisiana thing I've ever seen in my whole life. And I thought it was so funny. All right, let's go into our actual headline. This comes to us from Nola.com. Marty Dumas weaves a magical adventures for young readers set in the Vachery Witch School. Oh, it's a witch school. So children's book author Marty Dumas in New Orleans. Uh yeah, so she's a New Orleanian. Marty puts her heart into everything she does. One thing that is maybe unique to me is that I believe in magic. The power to affect change or personal growth is literary, literary uh, literally a magic. Beaming with energy and love for her work, the former class teacher of 13 years is the author of 11 books, all written out of her philosophy, see a need, fill a need. When Dumas was teaching, the classroom library took pride of place. She couldn't help but notice how few black and brown children were represented in picture books and young adult books. And when they were, she said, it was usually some historical reference or a part of some struggle. But when she noticed her youngest child turning away from books, she realized he wasn't seeing himself reflected there. He didn't dislike school; he loved it. He was black, but his life wasn't filled with struggle. He needed different books. "Quote: If he needed them, other kids did too. I'll make some. I have power and agency to add to this landscape. I can't do it all, but I can do some." I love that quote. I can't do it all, but I can do some. So, Wild Seed, Witch, Book One, the first in a new series for young reader, springs from a from that same impulse. It's set in a summer camp and finishing school, Les Belles Demoiselles, hidden in a cane field in Vautry in St. James Parish. There, young women learn about their witchy powers. Young Hassani Jones doesn't know she's a witch, but when she's heading for a weekend with her father and realizes he has a new woman in his life, her powers erupt, taking shape in a wild growth of morning glories that render St. Claude Avenue Bridge, the route to his house, impassable. It's literally literally black girl magic. Super cute. All right, witches. I'm going to throw this over to our moon correspondent. And after this break, we will talk more.
1: Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Monday, February 5th. The waning crescent moon continues to wax philosophical in Sagittarius today. Here, the moon squares Neptune. Moon square Neptune can really cloud up our emotions so that we can get pretty mixed up and unsure of what we're feeling. This can be extremely frustrating, especially if we're trying to make up our minds about something important. Try not to force it today. The more you force yourself to focus, the more Neptune will force its fog into the process. Relax you'll find the answer presents itself more easily if you allow it to unfold in its own time. Your daily moon mantra is, marvel at what happens when you stop interfering. This has been your daily moon mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny.
0: Only the elusive and exclusive witches, eminent in their communities and ever attuned to the murmurs of the world, are privy to the Grimoire Society's monthly missive. Not for the frivolous, obtuse, or inattentive, our serial caters to the creme de la creme of witching society, imparting knowledge, amusement, and the art of conjuration at every turn of the moon safely ensconced within your witch's cabinet, nestled between the eye of Newt, or consider presenting a subscription to the fledgling witch, new to the neighborhood with a yearning for the enchanting camaraderie of the witching world. Only $5 an issue, free shipping, U.S. only, at grimoiresociety.com. All right, we are back. So we are doing another planning series this year. Everyone really liked the planning series we did last year. So I wanted to do something similar. Now, before I even get started, I want to uh, cite my sources. Michelle with a U, M U C H E L L E, on YouTube. I absolutely love her videos. They're all about trying to better our lives um, with, again, like... And better our lives in a way of being comfortable and being content and feeling efficient, but not like efficient to produce, but efficient to just live a happy life. And I, I'm always looking for ways to just make my life feel gentler. And I've been much better at it in the past than I've been recently. I've shared. I've had a very hard year. Um, but I'm ready to get back to that, right? I'm ready to get back to gentleness. So if you are as well, Michelle B on YouTube is fantastic. Uh, So yeah, so I got a lot of these ideas from her channel. So let's dig in. So first off, when we are doing our planning, and we talked a lot about planning last year, but we're going to talk about planning in a different way. So one thing we can do is review our year last year, right? We've had a month. Out of 2023, we've had time to breathe, we've had time to reflect, and of course I always try to, this isn't just about planning, right? We are witches, so I want to talk about planning in witchy ways, not just mundane ways. So we've had some space from 2023, we've had time to breathe, now we can reflect on it a little bit more clearly. I think that's harder in January because it's still so close. We might still be dealing with some of the vibrations of it. But now that it's February, we really have time to take a breath. And with the season of bulk, it's the perfect time to plan. So day one, we're talking about reviewing 2023. So um, I will be sharing my personal situation here with you today. So just keep that in mind. I'm sharing my personal life, my personal experiences. Uh this isn't saying I'm trying to speak for everybody and and also uh just be kind, you know. Um I'm definitely not perfect. I never pretend to be. I always try to share my difficulties because I don't want you to think I'm perfect, you know? Um so let's talk about 2023. What are some of our wins? And I'll post these prompts on socials as well, Facebook, Discord. Uh, What are some of your wins, both mundane and witchy? So what have you done that's worked? Uh, I will say for me personally, one of my wins is I backed away from situations that were causing me harm, mental harm, uh, maybe even physical harm. I learned to walk away and I learned that sometimes the right thing isn't the easy thing sometimes it is the really really hard thing and I feel like we sometimes have this belief that the right thing is easy that the right thing will show itself and it'll be so clear and while I think it's true sometimes it is really really hard And that's something I learned and some, and I'm proud of myself. I'm proud that that was a win. The win was I saw the right thing to do. And despite it being hard, I did it. And I did a lot of hard things, 2023. I think I've been very, very hard on myself in 2023. I even said to a friend, like, I'm so sorry. This is the only version of me, you know the version of me that's stressed, who doesn't have it all together, because that's always been my role in everyone's life. I've always been the person who has it all together. I've always been the person who gets everyone else out of a crisis. I've never been the person in the crisis or very rarely. And I felt guilty that some new friends only knew the crisis version of me. And I've been really, really hard on myself for it. But I think I have to give myself credit for how brave i've been this year in 2023 and i think that's a win i think that worked i was really brave i saw what wasn't working and i made steps to better my or better my situation even if those steps were messy even if they had days of depression even if i had to bed rot <laughs> you know and talk to friends on discord to get through the day and it even if i it wasn't pretty, it wasn't simple, it wasn't straightforward, but I do think I was brave and I think that was a big win. So that's personally. Now, magically, magically I got to learn a new style of magic. And when I say that was, again, I, I saw a need and it was something I'd never done before and was maybe even a little nervous to do it, but I just dived right in. I, I was like, okay, I, I want to do a spell that does X, Y, and Z, how am I going to do it? And that was really fun for me. It was fun. I got excited. It was really fun to be like, oh, there's this new version of spell work I'm doing. And I'm ready to like create and be creative and think about spell efficiency. We've talked about that. What's the easiest way to get to your goal? And I was able to think about it that way. And it was a really fun experience. So I would say that's also a win. Number two, what hasn't worked? Lessons, regrets improve performance, and learning from this is important. So, what hasn't worked? Well, mundanely, I will say that, um, financially, I think I spent a little bit more money than I normally do. I don't like to shop. That's not a thing I like to do. Um, I find it stressful. I don't enjoy it. I don't like having stuff all around me. Um, But, oh, I also don't like to buy clothes. That's not fun for me. I maybe buy, like, some essentials once a year. Um, But I did give myself permission to buy new clothes. And while I definitely needed it, I definitely spent a little more money than I should have. And I definitely feel like I'm going to be having to, like, pay it back for, like, a year or two. Um, So I think that was, like, kind of a fail was... It can't be so extreme where either I I buy nothing or I buy everything. And finding that balance, I think, is a really mundane thing that uh, I need to work on. Um, However, I'm happy I have clothes now that are cute. Um, On the flip side, I probably could have been a little bit more thoughtful and done it a, a little bit more financially responsible, if we're being honest. Now, magically, what hasn't worked? Oof, I completely abandoned my monthly ritual, which I completely regret. And that just came from stress or my environment. Uh, The past, the last six months, I felt like my house situation wasn't great. Um, For a lot of issues, we started having pest problems, rodent problems, and it made me not feel comfortable enough to do my rituals in my home. And so I kind of abandoned it and I do regret that. So I think that's something I need to work on this year. So what didn't work? One, um, I wasn't as financially responsible as I felt like I should have been. So now that's something I'm going to work on this year. And magically, I abandoned my rituals when I was no longer comfortable, which I probably could have found other ways to do them. Um, So that's something I definitely want to bring back this year as well. Number three, goal setting. What needs to change? Plan it out. Make steps. Put it in your calendar. So yeah, what needs to change? So that's something you want to think about, right? Think about your wins and your lessons and go, okay, looking at my wins and my lessons, what do I need to implement? And you want to write down your steps one through six. Go, okay, step one, schedule, right? Step two, buy the things that I need for the ritual. Step three, things like that. So something I really want to do is implement morning routines I'm someone who thrives in a routine. It's just really good for my brain. It's good for my comfort. It makes me feel safe and stable. I love routines. So, I really want to implement a really beautiful spiritual morning routine. I want to sit outside in the morning sun every day and I want to meditate, if only for five minutes, right? So, How do I do that? Right. So, one thing I can do is write down what I think my perfect morning routine looks like. I can look at how much time that takes, if it's sustainable, if it's realistic, and I can adjust from there. And then next, I can make a plan. If I have to wake up 30 minutes early, I can. If I need to shower in the evening instead of the morning, I can make those changes. And then if you're doing something more long term where it's more like, oh, by the end of the year, I want to achieve this. Putting it in your calendar. What day do you need to have these steps done to make your goal, right? Next, we have mindset. What is your mindset going to be this year? Oof. Our mindset makes or breaks our expectations and what we'll take. I will say, I think my mindset got very negative this past year. Very negative. I would have instances where I was like sitting with friends and everyone's really happy. And I would just feel that stark difference of how I wasn't feeling that way and I wasn't feeling happy. And I felt my brain stuck in this curmudgeon mindset. And I have felt that way before, right? When I was a teenager, I remember feeling like, oh, this is a happy moment, but I'm not allowed to be happy. If I'm happy, it makes me vulnerable and i remember feeling that as a teenager and i was feel i started to feel it again which is a huge sign something's not okay and something needs to change so i'm hoping that all of the changes i've made this year my environment um the people in my life i'm hoping that that will help me feel safe again who not feel so on guard that I don't feel like I'm allowed to relax and enjoy and be happy, you know? And remember, sometimes the people in our lives can affect that. If we're spending time with people who we don't feel like we can relax around because maybe they're critical or they're judging or they correct you. And if, if you feel like you're always walking on eggshells and that you can't relax around someone, I think that is how these things start to occur. How these mindsets start to occur so you want to think about that how has my mindset been how do I want it to be and how can I get there or how can we break our own expectations right of do we expect the world to hurt us do we expect the world to be hard on us and can we change those ideas you know all right witches So that was day one of our planning series. I really hope you enjoyed it. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about consistency, how to create habits. And yes. All right. So we are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. I want to give a shout out to listener Sarah H. Sarah, you celestial, earthy land mermaid. Yasha, you scrumptious, splendid barn owl. Tara, you bombastic, esoteric sunset. And April, you spiffy, brilliant unicorn nurse. Thank you for so much for being Patreon supporters. I really appreciate it. And and that is all I've got for you today. Don't forget any books, text, headlines, sources, anything we reference today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com. And we will talk again tomorrow. Bye. Witches we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence links for this week's episodes our website patreon
1: along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com one stop for everything we talk about now take one more deep breath